Don't ask me to talk. Connection through conversation. Join self-described conversationalist Stacy Heller as she talks with guests about topics and ideas from the ridiculous to the sublime on Don't Ask Me to Talk. Now, here's your host, Stacy Heller. Hello and welcome to Don't Ask Me to Talk. As Eric said, I am Stacy Heller. Uh, a reminder, if you can't listen live each week, no problema. You can find Don't Ask Me to Talk wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also text D-A-M-T-T, get it, Don't Ask Me to Talk, to 55678 for show details. And I promise that I will not spam you random texts. It's just a great way uh, for me when I have an opportunity to send out something to let you know. You want to be in the know. If you want to connect with me, if you have a comment, if you have a question for either me or my guest, the number is 425-373-5527. You can also find me through my website, stacyconnects.com. So I'm excited. I'm excited every week. I feel like I say it every week, but I mean it. I am thrilled that Jeanette Baton of I got it. Dynamic Designs Jewelry um, is my guest. Now, the reason I'm excited is because I typically just mangle her name. Um, it's amazing what you can do with a name. But welcome, Jeanette. Thank you. It's so nice to be here, Stacy. I am so thrilled because Jeanette has helped me with several pieces of original jewelry. She has also helped to repair some pieces, size some pieces, I have purchased things from her, all from her studio in Kirkland, and the quality is amazing. The sparkle is amazing. She's amazing. Thank you. I love being your personal jeweler. It's an honor, and it's so fun to be able to create jewelry for a creative mind person, <laughs> you know, because oh. you have great ideas and you love fun jewelry. I love fun jewelry. It is, no matter what my size is, it always fits. <laughs> Because <laughs> you can size it, and mm -hmm. it's just, I don't know, it's a happy thing. So um, we are going to talk more with Jeanette in a little bit. First, of course, I have my rant and ramble. So my mother is here in town. She was going to come in the studio today. However, yesterday was Bring Your Mom to Work Day. Of course, this is not a nationwide thing. This is just a Stacy thing. And so I brought her into the studio so that she could see me at work. Maybe she would have some newfound respect for me. Not that she doesn't already, but, you know, like showing off a little. I feel like I was like the kid in the nativity play. Like, look at me. And um, she had a great time. She says that the chairs in the studio were hurting her back. I really think it's that she wanted to stay home and that we got home later than she would have liked to to get started on cocktail hour. And that would be a terrible thing. That would be a terrible <laughs> thing, especially with the time difference that she's used to. She's already drinking later than she's used to. Yeah. And who wants to do that, right? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. I was wishing I could have saw her today. I know. She's the joy. And she has been to, um, do you call it a studio? A showroom. A showroom. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's, I, I guess I think of studio because it's, it is a showroom. You're showing off things. You're also creating things. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'm thinking of it as a studio. So showroom. And... Um, I got my love of all things jewelry from my mother. Nice. So she, uh, she of course, sends her regards. 
Um, so it's been it's been a visit with mom. We've already been tree shopping, and what started out as a trek to get the one holiday tree, we went with Annie, and of course mom came along. She was going to stay in the car and like play solitaire, and I was like, no. You need to get out of the car and you need to help. So she did and she found a great tree. She was like that one. And I realized in watching her pick the tree that I got my ability to be definitive about things from my mother. Jeanette, you've that's witnessed great. it, right? Yep. Like where I don't, you I don't. Go back and forth. I like, don't. Nope, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> and I don't have it haw, nothing. And so, you know, she's walking around this Christmas tree lot and she's like that one. And that was it. There was no discussion, and I can't argue. It was a great tree. Then the impulse purchase. No, not the candy cane, not the garland or a wreath. No, a whole nother tree. So I have always wanted to get, like, the Charlie Brown tree that is sort of this sad-looking, sparse tree. And it's, I don't know, I just think it would be fun and quirky and have a lot of personality. And this year, the lot that we went to had several of these sort of Charlie Brown trees. However, instead of it being just the plain dead branches, these are covered with the needles, even the trunk covered with the needles. Wow. So really cool looking. I mean, like a cross between like a cactus and a Christmas tree. It seems like every year my son-in-law brings home a Charlie Brown looking tree. And I'm like, out of all the trees, is this really the one you found? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, you know, there's these expressions about like brides, babies and trees like, you know, oh, they're all beautiful. Now, I sort of disagree about babies and brides. I don't think they're all beautiful, (laughs) but trees like, you know, slap some lights on them and they may not be beautiful, but they have so much personality. And this tree, I just it was love at first sight. And my mother was like, I will buy it for you. So where are you putting the two different trees? Well, So we just redid our kitchen and then we also redid our fireplace and the area that is adjacent. So now it's it's not one room, but it's one longer vibe. And so in getting more space from the fireplace and taking away the mantle and the threshold and everything, we have more space. And so we have a spot for this little quirky Charlie Brown tree. And so we put it there and the only thing that we put on it are the colored lights that Pete we have from when he was growing up we got the Christmas lights the C7s Mm -hmm. and um, and then I had these little puffy snowball looking things and I just placed them on random branches and then I had a star made out of little felt balls and that's it for that tree and it is so cute very fun (laughs) So, and the other tree is not, it's not a huge tree. I mean, I, I think I am just slightly shorter than it, and I'm 5'5". Five, five. Um, and we wanted something that's smaller that you'd be able to see if you're in the family, family room space. And so we got something a little smaller and thinner so that we could put it in between both the, the living room and what we are now calling the green room. Nice. Yeah. So anyway. It was very fun. And now mom is obsessed with the tree. And every time someone comes to the door, she's like, have you seen the tree? (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen both the trees? (laughs) Well, and it's funny. um, When I sent pictures to the kids, they were like, that's the tree. 
That's the tree. I think it threw them off the location. And, you know, they were like, okay, I know you've wanted your Charlie Brown tree, but like, that's not a Christmas tree. (laughs) So I enjoyed messing with them. And then I confessed, no, that's not it. Um, Now, yesterday, bringing mom to work, she had the opportunity to sit here and listen. And she couldn't say anything. So for one of my clients, Greg Kuyper, whose show is called At the Root, and it airs on Mondays uh, at 3.30, he was talking about, along with uh, J.D. Winnikin, um, he was talking about connection and awareness and, you know, past traumas and your inner child and what it is that has maybe um, thwarted your ability to be connected to yourself. And so he was saying that, you know, for him, it's his father. J.D. shared that for him it was bullies. And, of course, with my mother sitting in the corner, I'm like, oh, I blame everything on my mother. And it was awesome because she couldn't say anything. I'm sure she loved that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She gave me the finger. And my mom's version of the finger is she holds up her pinky finger because she says uh, that you're not good enough for her middle finger. Oh, no. Right? That's like a double double whammy. so that was kind of fun, except that then I forget that she was going to talk to me on the way home. So there was that. Um, and then she also had the opportunity to be on another client's show um, that we were pre-recording. It's on actually tonight at 6 p.m. That is Eternally Amy, it's called. And Amy had her mom on the show, Jerry, and my mom on the show, Joan, and Amy asked them a whole series of questions, background questions, and then she had a boomer trivia and asking them questions, you know, about kind of when they were growing up and then asking similar questions for today's pop culture. And I have to say, they nailed it. I think they got 10 out of 10, didn't they, Eric? Yeah, I think that was, uh, they might have missed one. Well, I will say that or it there helped. was one where the answer was actually two things. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Think. The, it was a the jelly roll. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I will say that it really helped that you would nod and JD, who was in studio, <laughs> like the, they, they were answering kind of along. Oh, right. Well, whatever. Mom was like, thank God for Eric. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny because it's like you're such a trivia person that, like, whenever we do trivia, Eric always nails it. And. He just can't help himself. <laughs> you will be on my team for Trivial Pursuit someday. I'd be happy to do that. Thank and you. It's always great to have help. Like, can I call a friend? Can I call Eric? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'll be the lifeline. <laughs> <laughs> always my lifeline. And I appreciate that. Um, so it has been a really great visit with her. I am enjoying it. She's doing my laundry. She's puttering around the house. She's happy as a clam. And who doesn't like a happy mom? I know. How nice to be able to still have your mom to be able to celebrate the holidays with. Exactly. I wish I could have that. Well, she is here in spirit always with you. Yay. So um, my Staceyism. So this is something that when I worked with Bruce Flommer and Michael Bruce Image Consulting, and we used to do presentations, I always got the... Uh, exciting role of talking about accessorizing because Mm -hmm. Bruce knows that I love to accessorize obviously especially with jewelry and so I would share advice and how to's and that kind of thing and the first thing that I would always start with is this idea of don't hide your jewelry away when I was 
growing up, mom never kept her jewelry in jewelry boxes because she's like, hello, that screams, here's my jewelry. And, you know, some things you need to obviously take better care of because you don't want scratches and those kinds of things. However, you know, she put it in little pouches and things like that. My thing is, if you completely hide away all of your jewelry for security purposes, then it's already been stolen from you before it's even gone. It's true. If you can't see it, then you can't remember. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what I want to wear with this outfit. Right. And so, you know, I'm like, okay, if you really want it to be that secure, then it's probably going to be hidden away somewhere, that fake Ajax can that, like, people used to put things in or your safe or whatever. And that's not convenient. So I have a dresser that the entire top is filled with I have pictures of family and I have necklaces that are draping on it and I have trays with rings and I have sort of a funky sculpture thing that I have bracelets hanging on and I I want to be inspired by my accessories each day. Very fun. Right? Yep. I know for me sometimes I think of the jewelry I want to wear and then I choose the clothes around my jewelry that I want to wear. Right. <laughs> right. And you know and that's how I am because I I love colorful pieces as you know. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to remind people that especially if you have family pieces that, you know, maybe you were taught that you need to keep it safe or you need to keep it secure, you can't enjoy it if you don't wear it and use it. And we'll talk a little bit more about ideas for that. But I just want to remind you that if you don't wear it, it's already been stolen. So at least enjoy it then. Exactly. So there you go. That's my Stasiism. Okay. Well, we are going to take a very quick break, and then when we come back, we are going to continue to talk with Jeanette Baton. Did I I get it? You did. Of Dynamic Designs Jewelry. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm JDK Winnikin, host of This Show Is All About You. If you're like me, you seek many things in your life. Adventure, meaning, belonging, you have dreams and you want fun, and of course, you want love. And we also want other people to join us along the path. But what happens when you don't know how to have all that or where to start? Well, join me every week to learn more about how, because I am just like you. So join me each week here on KKNW for This Show Is All About You, a show about how you and me become we and what that means for all of us. And be sure to visit my website, wordsbyjdk.com. Feelings of disconnect are the cause of an ever-surging mental health crisis. Many of us feel apathetic about ourselves, our work, home, and relationships. We don't know how to re-engage. I'm Greg Kuyper of Kuyper Counseling. At the Root focuses on emotional connection and how awareness is at the root of building healthy relationships with self and others. Join me weekly to re-engage with both. At the Root airs Mondays at 3.30 p.m. here on KKNW. Subscribe to the podcast or go to Kuyper Counseling. Whether it's fly fishing or French pastry, we all have something that makes our tail wag. Involuntary and instinctive, it's sparked by excitement, inspired by purpose, and it speaks to who we are. I'm Stacy Heller of Stacy Connects. I lead clients to the place that makes their tail wag. As a creative director, I bring ideas to life. As a podcast producer, I give ideas a voice. Stacy Connects, it's my superpower. If you want to connect with me, Stacy Heller, go to stacyconnects.com. Bored with the other stations, hammering away on the same old talking points? Try Alternative Talk 1150 and get some variety. Don't ask me to talk. 
Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk. There is definitely definitely variety on this show. I am your host, Stacey Heller. I'm joined by Jeanette of uh, Dynamic Designs Jewelry. And I mentioned at the top of the show how excited I am to have you here. You are my personal jeweler. Thank you. And uh, I want to start back when you were a little girl. Mm-hmm. Did you play with jewelry? I played with jewelry, but I more uh, I have more memories of designing clothes. When I was about eight, I started designing clothes with no patterns. I would just cut out fabric and sew things. And my mom would say, Jeanette, where did you get that dress? And I said, I made it. She goes, where'd you get the pattern? And I'm like, I didn't have one. She goes, you can't make something without a pattern. I'm like, really? But I would see her sew. And so I knew the basic shapes. Mm-hmm. And then I knew what I wanted to create. And so I would just make it. And with having, I always loved art. I always loved just being creative. And it just kind of fully came into, I guess, what my purpose is and what, you know, being able to use my talents and my mm-hmm. gifts to now create jewelry for the last 42 years. Wow. I know. So when did you make the, you know, it's so, Eric knows, I talk about this ongoing, that when we're little, there's this, you know what did you play with when you were in like first and second grade it's funny because my girlfriends used to spend the night we used to want to be secretaries so we'd dress up and we'd have a phone and a typewriter I would do the the same thing (laughs) I'd be like hello (laughs) I didn't necessarily play secretary but I definitely loved like the while you were out pink pads (laughs) and like you know anything where it just seemed like I was important and busy Exactly. And talking on the phone. Definitely in a business atmosphere. That's what it was. Interesting. Well, you have a very, you know, a very professional um, showroom and, you know, the way that you present yourself. So that has that has continued to follow you. When did you shift then from it started with started with clothing and clothing design and art. And um, I actually got my degree in fashion merchandising and retail management. And um, then I had the opportunity of working for another jewelry store, um, doing designing for them. And the interview process um, started with me just having my hand on a sheet of paper and drawing a few designs. And I came in with 100 designs. And the owner of the store is like, wow, no one's ever done that. And he's like, okay, now you're hired. Now make them. And I just had the bench with the tools and the wax. And I just started making them. And within about three days, I was making custom pieces for clients because I could easily visualize what was drawn in one or two dimensions in a three-dimensional form. Wow. And I would just make it. That's amazing. Thank you. I mean, that I, is that is truly such a unique gift. It seemed easy for me. Uh, and as I tried to teach other people, I realized that it is a gift that I have, that not everybody can see that dimension like I can. And also when with me wearing jewelry and knowing what the shape of your hand is or whatever, knowing how to create the, the shank angle and things so that it fits your hand comfortably mm-hmm. and balancing the weight so it's not top heavy, so it's not flipping over. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, with all the things that I've learned... Um, I've just, I just keep incorporating more and more things to make your jewelry truly what you love and enjoy and you wear and you just can't live without it. Oh, I mean, I'm wearing, actually, I'm wearing a few things that, um, Jeanette has done for me. So when Pete proposed, the diamond that he proposed with was a solitaire diamond on just a simple gold band. 
And I'm not somebody that is very, I don't know, I don't, diamonds are nice. I mean, I'm not, like, if somebody handed me a diamond, I wouldn't say no thank you. (laughs) I mean, let's be clear. Um, (laughs) However, it's not necessarily my go-to stone. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we reached that point in our marriage where I think a lot of women are like, okay, like, if they can, can, (laughs) what can we do next? And for me, I wasn't interested in changing the diamond per se. However, I like big, chunky jewelry. And so instead, we designed together, um, you and I, something where we could keep the diamond and really bulk it up. And we incorporated sapphires that are from uh, a wedding gift that Pete had given me that I didn't wear very much. <laughs> and um, and so now it's this big, solid piece. And then you have helped me with guard rings that I have, mm-hmm. with sizing and updating them, and even uh, taking the other stones from that wedding gift and creating yet another guard ring. I know, and making stackables, so you can kind of wear them in different ways. Sometimes you might want less. I don't know why, but (laughs) (laughs) sometimes you might want more. But you can kind of change it up with your personality, with your time, with what you're wearing, and decide what you want to wear, and it makes it really, really fun. Oh, it's so much fun. And, you know, so I think it sort of started there in terms of that piece and then you're right you do and I'm wearing another piece that what ended up happening is I found on an auction site that I frequent which anyone that knows me that's listening to the show is chuckling because they're like oh she frequents and there were all these loose stones and you know it's online and so I don't know what x number of carats means and you know whatever I'm like they're pretty and so bought them for not a lot of money, a bunch of loose stones, and brought them to you and said, okay. (laughs) What can we make? (laughs) What can we make? Yep. I know. It's fun. And that's kind of how I I feel like I use my superpower is that I listen to that you like bold designs. You like really fun and exciting and interesting. And I like to design things that are multi-level to where from different angles you see different things. And you had so many different fun colored gems. Then we just kind of started coming up with lots and lots of really pretty designs. Oh, so we so had to decide many. which one would come first, <laughs> which is the priority. Oh yeah, I mean it. It really was um, so many different designs, and I think we ended up doing two to start at least, and then we used some for the stackable bands yep. too. And then I have another one that I'm essentially doing like layaway that is designed, and she's got all of the pieces that are locked securely away that's when you want your jewelry locked securely away and I just keep paying an amount and once I get closer then we're gonna make the Stacy princess ring (laughs) so excited I've never been a princess (laughs) it'll be beautiful it will be beautiful yeah so do you find that most people that come into your showroom are designing original pieces uh they're buying the items that you have is there well you know because we work by appointment we have a showroom that I kind of feel is the best kept secret in Kirkland Mm -hmm. Um, when people come in they're really surprised for it being a smaller showroom that I have so many fun unique designs Um, when I I buy things for stock from different manufacturers different designers it's to get different style elements so that my clients can really see things they've probably never seen before And a lot of times, clients like you 
will pick up on different details of certain rings and or pendants or something and go, well, I kind of like how the side of that is. Mm-hmm. And I, I like the front of this, or can we make it big like this? Or can we mix the two colors? And then that's when I can use my superpowers to go, yes, we can. <laughs> and then we take little bits and pieces of all the things you love, and then I create it to fit, you know, the size you want, you know, the life to fit with your lifestyle because some people are really active, so we need to set it so it's more protected. You would ask when people come in. Um, people enjoy looking at the things. A lot of times because I work by appointment, people already have kind of an idea in mind. Like men come in looking for an engagement ring and maybe they have two or three pictures of from their girlfriend's Pinterest account mm-hmm. as a starting idea, which that's good because it tells me if they want yellow gold, white gold, um, maybe it tells me the shape or the size of stone they might want. And it kind of gives us a place to start. Mm-hmm. And then it's my job to make them feel comfortable because a man buying an engagement ring, he'd much be, rather be buying a motorcycle or a car <laughs> or even a <laughs> chainsaw, something that makes noise. Um, so I have my way of like helping them figure out finger sizes, um, working within their budget, providing many different options, whether it's a mine diamond, a lab-grown diamond, a moissanite, you know, uh, just really working on what's most important to them because I want it to be something that when they give it to them, that they're proud, that they're excited, and that they know it has all the elements that their fiancé is going to want. So that's on an engagement ring part. I have lots of women who come in who have inherited jewelry, Mm -hmm. and they have usually lots of things from their mom or their grandmother or aunts, And it's not necessarily their style. Some of them, they might have really strong um, emotional memories tied to it. Mm -hmm. But um, some of them are worn out. They don't like the same color metal. It's just not quite their style. And they know they'd lock it away to keep it safe and never wear it. Mm -hmm. So we've really worked a lot lately on taking them apart. I'll trade in the gold. and either. Which, by the way, folks... Like I did that. I I was looking for anything that wasn't nailed down in my house. <laughs> and it was like, where are those like the hat pins and the stick pins and you know and the broken chains right, and the things that anything. I... And it all adds up and mm-hmm. it actually really helped me pay for a pretty good chunk of some of the first pieces that I did. That's true. So we can take the old metals and trade them in towards what we're working on. Um, we can take the stones and one of my clients we made necklaces for the aunts, the granddaughters, the cousins, all the women in the family. And we made, I think, maybe 16 or 17 necklaces, all with the different diamonds from that came from when grandma passed. Which So it's nice. You still have a piece of grandma, but it's kind of made into a new thing that your children will see you wear, and it can be passed down to them. So I guess when I do it, I try and create little pieces of joy that fits for that person. Mm -hmm. So long after I'm gone and long after they're gone, it will still be passed down through family and be enjoyed by by many. Well, and it tells such a story. You know, each piece, I've brought in some family pieces too that, you know, I brought in um, some aquamarine uh, earrings and a ring. And, you know, I know that they belonged to my grandfather, that that was his mother's birthstone. And so then it was gifted to my grandmother, um, you know, and you can get a sense of these things. But you're right. And that's one of the things that I was talking about with my 
the Staceyism and when I would talk about accessories that so many of us feel like there is a, a guilt attached to changing the things that we have inherited. And there is no guilt. You know, they were loved and they were worn and they had their time and now it's your time. In fact, the diamond that Pete gave me, I love the story behind it. His grandfather, Pop, uh, when he proposed to Gigi, he couldn't afford much and so he had a ring and that was great. And then years later, he bought her the diamond that I'm now wearing in the, the setting on yellow gold and she said, no, I love my engagement ring. It, mm-hmm. it holds a lot of sentimental value to me, and I don't, I don't want another engagement ring. Like, if you're going to buy me another ring, buy me another ring, but I don't want. Like for the other hand or something. Right. But- and, right, like, I don't know that that ever happened. But, and so then when Pete told his family that he would be proposing to me, they said, we have a ring. And it fit me. Mm-hmm. And I love that this is something that came from Pete's grandfather that was meant for his grandmother, that it fit me perfectly, mm-hmm. and that there's the story behind it. It's the Cinderella thing. It fit you perfectly. That's how he knew she- you were the one. <laughs> right? He knew I was the one because I told him I was the one. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's how it works. So what kind of training do you... So you obviously have a gift. I mean, the fact that you were understanding... Um, how to put a dress together at a young age. And as you say, you were able to take, instead of just having to use a flat pattern, you were able to translate that into a three-dimensional understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess then, was your mom creative? Um, she did, well, she was talented. She taught me how to remodel houses. <laughs> um, she decorated cakes. She sewed clothes. I mean, I don't think there's anything my mom couldn't do. Okay. And um, so I definitely she knew how learned to a lot from her. Construct yeah, things. Definitely. And it sounds like she knew how to do all of that. Um, sounds like you understood how to put it together, and then you did it with your own little Jeanette Flair. I think we both kind of learn from if we see something being done, we understand the concepts behind it. And in making jewelry, and in the first store that I worked for, I actually managed 13 jewelers. And with that, you know, they were definitely very vocal in telling me, oh, when you're creating a wax before it's cast, it needs to have this much metal so that by the time it's polished and cast, there's enough metal for us to still set the stone. So you have to you have to kind of learn the guidelines. You know, there's a little shrinkage in the gold. Mm-hmm. You have to have allow for the metal to be polished. So there's a lot of different things. Like an engineer, you have to figure everything to make sure the jewelry's made properly so the jewelry will be secure. So interesting. You know, and this is one of the reasons why I love having people on the show that do things that are completely different that I wouldn't understand because the element of there's the artistry, there's the architecture, there's the engineering. I mean, all of those, and there's a little bit of chemistry. I mean, I would think in a weird way, there's some element of that how people react to metals. Exactly. That's something that I ask people about because if people are allergic to metals, most of the time the metal that they're allergic to is nickel. And there's nickel in white gold. There's a little bit of nickel in some yellow gold, but um, that's just something to be aware of if we're going to be making your forever ring to make sure if you have sensitivities that we use metals choices that you're not going to react to. 
Interesting. Yeah. So given the fact that you went to school for retail and for merchandising and that kind of thing, you really then did on-the-job training for the jewelry design? No. For In the first job, yeah, that was more on-the-job training for jewelry design. I hadn't really worked in that. My training was for how to run a jewelry, how to run a retail operation, mm-hmm. uh, a lot in design, a lot in textiles. Um, and a lot, you know, what's amazing is in the schooling, I've used every portion of what I learned, which is, I'm very thankful mm-hmm. <laughs> that it was so encompassing of so many business things. Um, so, yeah, it was very, touched on a lot of different creative things like furniture, textiles, mm-hmm. um, art, and also designing clothes. That was one of our classes is drawing out and designing clothes. But then I settled into making jewelry, which, which is, is so your It's thing. so fun. It makes so your tail fun. wag. I mean, exactly. <laughs> I, I just, you know, when you visit Jeanette in her showroom, you know, you have such a pride about what you have created with this showroom and your capabilities and the knowledge that you have. And it's so nice because if you're going in and you're looking for advice and experience and what questions to consider and and all of that, you have a thought, you have an opinion. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not an overbearing, this is what you should do. It's a, based on my recommendations and experience, Mm -hmm. You know, here's some things you might want to consider. These are your options. And also, if it's something that I haven't found or don't have, I have such a vast, um, like, amount of people and businesses that I know, too. If I don't have it or if I haven't made it or whatever, I know exactly how to find it, Mm -hmm. how to get the answers, how to get the product, how to get the specific stone. Um, Yeah, it's. And it's, it's great to have built those networks. And it's what I loved. Um, the This other ring that I'm wearing is, it's a um, amethyst. Cabochon amethyst. Cabochon mm-hmm. amethyst. I love cabochon stones. Mm-hmm. I love how, for people that don't know what they are, it's, it's very rounded. So instead of it being a faceted, faceted. Mm-hmm. look at me, <laughs> um, version of a stone, instead it's, it's rounded. And it's a... It's a, it's not a great amethyst. It's a great big amethyst. And, (laughs) (laughs) and, you know, sometimes size matters. And, um, and I had seen the way that it is set in a picture somewhere and I really loved it. And when I had bought those loose stones, I was like, this is something you can do. And you were like, can I? (laughs) (laughs) Of course I can. (laughs) Mm-hmm. My job is to make your dreams come true, right? <laughs> and you did. You totally did. And I wear this ring all the time and I get so many compliments on it. And what was really exciting is when you showed me the CAD drawings. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it wasn't this, let's draw on a piece of paper and like, you're good, we good. And you walk away and you're like, I think we're good. And, <laughs> you know, because yes, you have the trust, but then when you show the CAD drawings, it really brings it to life. And I can do um, little sketches here and there, but a CAD drawing kind of shows you from the top, from the side, from the back, all of the intricate work that we can put into things and um, in making sure that it's engineered for your stone and for your hand mm-hmm. and to make sure that it's 
going to be sound, you know, that it's going to be a really strong ring for you to be able to wear. Right. Well, and as you say, the top heavy thing, you know, with the stackable rings that I have, I have some guard rings and um, some were gifted to me from my mother. Uh, Pete gifted one to me. And when you're wearing a guard ring, it's like a channel setting. We're going to see how I do with my my knowledge about this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So a channel setting, and it's all these little stones that are typically go all the way around. Now, if you don't go all the way around, then the ring turns, right? Well, rings turn. Well, I mean. Period, yeah. But if they go all the way around, you don't notice it as much. Right. But if you have, like, when you sized my one ring, you know, it, it doesn't constantly turn so that the heavy part is then on the bottom. Mm -hmm. And you had talked about that, that, you know, rings can obviously be top heavy and you don't want them to constantly be flipping. Mm -hmm. And they don't. I mean, they're just, yeah, it's very exciting. Okay, Mm -hmm. let's take a really quick break here. And then when we come back, we are going to continue to talk with Jeanette because this is a topic that I cannot talk about enough. We'll be right back with Don't Ask Me to Talk and Jeanette. Thanks, Stacey. Don't ask me to talk. Are you stuck in a creative straitjacket, going crazy, trying to find a different way out, exhausted from trying to make old ideas feel fresh and relevant? Popcorn and Noodle is a boutique agency that specializes in popcorning new ideas and noodling on existing ones for entrepreneurs and small businesses. Whether it's ideas about what to name a new venture, how to promote your services, or which direction to consider next, Popcorn and Noodle serves ideas that pop and stick. Don't go crazy. Go to popcornandnoodleideas.com. Creative solutions serve daily. Feelings of disconnect are the cause of an ever-surging mental health crisis. Many of us feel apathetic about ourselves, our work, home, and relationships. We don't know how to re-engage. I'm Greg Kuyper of Kuyper Counseling. At the Root focuses on emotional connection and how awareness is at the root of building healthy relationships with self and others. Join me weekly to re-engage with both. At the Root airs Mondays at 3.30 p.m. here on KKNW. Subscribe to the podcast or go to Kuyper Counseling. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Don't ask me to talk. Welcome back. I am with Jeanette Baton of Dynamic Designs Jewelry, and we were talking about jewelry, all the different things that you're able to do, uh, really where your love came from, your training, your experience. Uh, your natural abilities. It's ridiculous. Um, you were actually supposed to be on the show a little while back. However, we had to reschedule you because you were headed to Antwerp, which I did not know is like the diamond place to be. The diamond capital of the world. I had no yeah. idea. Yes. So um, I'm sorry I had to reschedule, but um, I usually travel to Antwerp every fall and go work with the diamond cutters to buy diamonds, select diamonds either for my clients or for stock. Um, And it's amazing, all the beautiful, wonderful, unique stones that I see there. Um, I've bought a diamond in the shape of a Christmas tree. Um, I've met some cutters that have done specially, um, special cuts that have a five-sided star inside of them, or one called a dream catcher. there's just like five to seven generations of diamond cutters that I've been able to meet and see that the work that they do, which is just amazing. I so cannot so <laughs> even, I mean, 
I guess it shows my limited knowledge of diamonds. You know, I think of it as basically just the diamond. I mean, I know that there's the different shapes and that you can have, you know, a solitaire setting and you can have a cushion set. Well, I guess that's the setting. Well, the cut of the diamond is more the shape. Okay. Um, the shape and the cut is how it's faceted. But um, one of the diamonds I brought back is called 103 Facets, and it's only cut in Antwerp. And um, it's an emerald shape cut, okay. but it has a lot, a lot of tiny, it has 103 tiny little facets. And so instead of having big, bold flashes of light, it has all these tiny little sparkles. That's just amazing. Um, but I feel you know, like that would be good with my personality because I feel like I have like 103 <laughs> facets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's just never enough sparkle from Stacy. I right? mean, I'm, I'm just saying like that might have to go on my list. Anyway. And it's just so unique. You know, it's not something that anyone else has. Um, but when I came, when I, I mean, I bring back the normal ones. Like I brought sure. back two matching carrot and a third diamonds that I was doing in custom earrings for a client. And then I brought back the 103 facets and a pair and a marquee and a cushion and a round. And I kind of just fill in my inventory, especially with the holidays coming up. I wanted to make sure that I had a good variety of the shapes and sizes that we sell most. And do you That's bring it. them back with you? No. I, I was going to say, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, tell me when you're going again. <laughs> no. For security reasons, they're usually sent back through Brinks okay. or something like that. Got it. Mm -hmm. And when you go there, is it just like piles of diamonds? Well, um, the first time that I went, which was about maybe 14, 15 years ago, um, you have to go through a lot of security checks and stuff before you can even get into the diamond district in the diamond cutting area that I go to. But after they've checked out me, my background, my store, and all of that, when you go to the building that you're going to see the cutters, you give them your passport, mm -hmm. and they give you a card key to get onto a specific floor. If you lose that card key, it's $100,000 to get your passport back. <gasps> so they take security very, very seriously. <laughs> Yes, and, they do. Um, which they have to. Absolutely. Um, but it's so fun. I mean, it's just amazing wow. to go in and see. All, and it's not piles of diamonds. They have it very well handled. Well, right. Um, but there are trays and trays of, like, loose colored diamonds, pink diamonds, yellow diamonds, green diamonds, blue diamonds, um, pear shape, even red diamonds. I'm thinking um, of Lucky Charms right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> They're magically delicious. <laughs> right. I totally um, am like... Like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. So um, the hard part is, like, to just focus <laughs> and say, right. you know, like, how many three carrots do I really need? You know, do I sell more one carrot or do I sell more two carrots? And I really do. I think most of them that I sell are between one and two carrots. But um, a couple of years ago, I did bring back a three-carat diamond that one of my clients actually bought for her, for her own self, for her retirement diamond. Nice. And so we made a really fun custom piece for that for her retirement what an amazing, so. I love that. I love when people are inspired to do something for themselves. It doesn't always have to be a gift. That said, we are heading into the holidays. That's true. So um, what kind of things do people traditionally you find? Like do engagements happen a lot at the holidays? In the holidays, a lot of people get engaged. Okay. And so that's been really fun to be working with men, um, creating the engagement rings for them. And then, you know, there's still birthdays and anniversaries going on in the month of December, of along with Christmas and Hanukkah and, you know, uh, Diwali and everything. Right. So um, 
I guess we have lots of different gift ideas depending on who you're buying for and your price range that Mm -hmm. you want to be in. Um, And I think the fun thing is to be able to give a piece of jewelry that really creates a lasting memory. Because usually if you talk to anybody and you ask them about a piece of jewelry, they'll be able to tell you who gave it to them, Mm -hmm. when they gave it to them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like that everlasting piece of joy that you give. And so, you know, our motto is creating jewelry memories to last a lifetime. And so whether your budget is $50 or $5,000, you know, we have different options available for you. And just if we don't know the person, um, actually, if we do know the people and we have customers, we keep a wish list. So yes, you do. we can kind of we can kind of <laughs> guide you in the right direction. But if you tell me some things that they either already have or the colors they like to wear or your budget, I mean, there's basics like diamond hoops or diamond studs, mm-hmm. um, a diamond bracelet, or and then there's the different colored stones because sapphires, rubies, emeralds, you know, all of the different colored stones. So there's lots of fun things to explore in all price ranges if you're looking for a gift for somebody. Well, and you make it so easy. As you said, you have a wish list. So, you know, let's say you really want to give somebody a gift for the holidays. And sometimes, you know, the gift of then coming in to meet you and saying, okay, honey, I know that you've been wanting, you know, a piece of jewelry and you've been wanting to do something. And so to to schedule an appointment so that, you know, it's a concrete thing or an experience and, you know, maybe to start with whatever your budget allows for and allow them to create something maybe with something that's existing or out of their, as you say, their dreams. Mm-hmm. And if it's more expensive, they don't have to pay for the whole thing right then and there. That's what I've done with this this ring that you've created for me. And, you know, I can't, I couldn't afford to do it all at once. And so I put down some and every month it is literally like layaway. And then once I get that much closer, then you let me know and you're like, okay, you're Here within, <laughs> you're within the finish line. And so then you start to create the the piece. That's true. So to start the journey, you know, you may not be able to give someone the complete journey, but to be able to start letting somebody's dream come true, hello. No. One of my clients, her mother-in-law loves jewelry. And so usually for her birthday and Christmas, they just give her a gift certificate. <laughs> and then she can come in and create whatever she wants, um, which is kind of fun. I did have a guy who was getting engaged and he wanted, he knew she had an idea for a custom setting So he bought a little block of gold and the diamond, and we put it in a little case, and we engraved on the block of gold, it says, will you marry me? (gasps) And so... um, Oh, I just got chills. (laughs) Tell me she said yes. Yes, she said yes. And so she came in with the gold and the diamond and all of her little sketches she had made over the years, and we custom made her ring for her. So, I mean, there's lots of ways you can be creative and let the person still be part of the experience and the process and... I love that so much. I'm like, I'm not planning to propose to anyone, given the fact that I don't know I've been married um, and very happily. But I am going to share that idea with people and share your information with people because I'm like, that's brilliant. Okay, question. If you have a piece like, um, for instance, my my great grandmother, I believe, had a really beautiful Tiffany diamond. I've showed it to you. Um, when you have a piece like that that is 
somewhat, we'll say, iconic. It's been in the family. Do you recommend pulling that apart? Do you recommend staying with it? It depends if it's your style. If it's your style and it's something you would wear, we could build on it. You know, we can add other things to it. If it's not your style, I mean, is, is it your style or is it Tiffany's style? <laughs> you know, right. I, I don't really, I mean, I'm not a big brand name kind of person. Right. I kind of feel like if it's the, the look that you like and whatever quality or whatever, we can take it. Even if diamonds sometimes are chipped or colored stones are chipped or kind of abraded, we can refacet them, we can fix them, and then we can put it into something and let you imagine what you want it to look like. It doesn't have to be in that, you know, that particular style. I always say to women, like, they're like, well, we've been married 30 years. Is it okay to change my ring? And it's like, you don't wear your hair the same way you did 30 years ago. You don't wear the same clothes. Oh, thank God. You know, your opinions are completely different. Would you have picked out the same wedding dress? Exactly. Like, that is the, honestly, Jeanette, that's the only question that you need to ask them. Would you wear the same wedding dress that you wore 30 years ago? Mm -hmm. And I would be willing to bet you they'd be like, Oh, heck no. Exactly. I know I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, it was perfect for the time. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's, I was like, I just want to get married to Pete. Like, mm -hmm. I just, yep, that fits. That's great. I'm done. I it's, mean, we change and we grow and, you know, we have children, we experience different things. And, you know, like even in homes, you know, it's like what you would have done 20 years ago to your home and what you would do now would be completely different because your tastes are different mm -hmm. and season, you know, seasons, colors, everything changes. So, yeah. Well, and one of the other things that I am obsessed with and I, I still have little things to do it. Um, so Jeanette has this awesome thing where you take your thumbprint and you can send it to her. Uh -huh. She's wearing a charm bracelet right now with a little charm, thumbprint charm. And it can be the thumbprint of someone that you love. Mm -hmm. So if, you know, maybe your parents are getting older and you're trying to figure out a gift that you can give to the grandkids or whomever it is. And my mother-in-law, for years and years and years, she sent out holiday cards and she took all 10 kids, grandkids, thumbprints, and she would create a different card. So like she'd use their thumbprints to do like musical notes or whatever mm -hmm. it was. And so I so want to collect all of the 10 kids thumbprints and create charms for her so that she can have them with her. That would bring back all those memories. All those Wouldn't memories, <laughs> right? And I also want to get her and my father-in-law's thumbprints so that those can get gifted to my husband and his two sisters. And mm -hmm. so they always have that the one that I wear all the time is my dad's thumbprint. And on the back, it says, Daddy with me always. He passed seven years ago. And I wear this like 98% of the time. <laughs> and then the necklace that I wear a lot, um, this is a memento pearl that I actually, it has a microchip inside of it. And my mom actually recorded me a message before she died. And so I can still hear the message in her voice on my <gasps> pearl. And I really? Yeah, and I attached it to this heart necklace that I made for her about 20 years ago. And um, when she gave me back the heart, um, she gave me, I t asked her to, to record me a message, and her message is, I'll always be in her heart, and she'll always love me. So I attached the pearl to her heart pendant that I made for her. So, Oh, my gosh. Okay, people. <laughs> I mean, how amazing and 
personal and custom and and it's a beautiful necklace on top of it and a be- I mean I love myself a charm bracelet I'm from the east coast so <laughs> you know that's just a given um but I I just love that and the creativity that you offer people and the options that you offer people we've also done not only the fingerprints we've done paw prints or pet you know kitty or nose prints that we can do on the charms too, so that you can put them on, wear them as a necklace. You can wear them on a bracelet, and it, it's just kind of a fun way to still have them with you. And it doesn't mean that they have to pass, but right. like they can always have a little piece of you with them. Right. Or if you think that they're a criminal, you'll always have their. <laughs> there you go. Can you run? <laughs> can you scan this real quick? Exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they just stole something. <laughs> um, if people are interested in learning more about you and learning more about your showroom, where can they find you? Well, um, you can go to our website, which is dynamicdesignsjewelry.com. Look up Jeanette Baton. If you pull it up on the internet, my website and all kinds of things will come up. Um, Our showroom is in Kirkland and we do work by appointment Monday through Saturday. So you can call or text. Um, Our number is 425-827-7722. And we'd be happy to make an appointment and bring, have you come in and discuss with us what your dreams are for your jewelry. Or if you need repairs or appraisals, we can help you with any of your jewelry needs. Oh, yes, they can. And it's not too late for the holidays. Um, We have lots of choices available. So many choices. And as Jeanette mentioned, they offer gift certificates. And so that's possible. I mean, the block of gold. Hello. That's brilliant. Um, And I, as I said, even scheduling an appointment and giving that gift card that, you know, has um, that shows somebody that you're investing in their dream. Mm -hmm. I just I love that. And free gift dropping. And we don't have like we have easy parking, no malls to have to rush through. And we usually work with either one person or one couple at a time because we want to be, you know, conscious Mm -hmm. of health reasons and also to just give you personalized service. Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. while you're there, she will check your settings on any jewelry that you have, and they will also totally clean them. So you'll be all sparkly for the holidays. (laughs) Exactly. Who doesn't want to be sparkly for the holidays? It's the sparkliest time of year. Exactly. Fascinating. Um, Love having you on the show. Thank you so much. Love having you as my personal jeweler. So definitely make sure that you go to dynamicdesignsjewelry.com and and connect because Jeanette is so amazing. Thank you for being my guest. Thank you to Eric, as always. Next week, my guest is my brother, the birthday boy, Peter Emmerich. I'm very excited for that. Stay connected, everybody, and have a great week.